Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everybody to episode 44 of the Phone Buzz podcast, recorded July 8th of 2020. We got a great show for you this week. Samsung copies Apple in the worst way, phone prices keep going up, 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 and the TikTok twerkers are put on alert. My name is Evan Krauss. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Good. And uh, what about you, Christian Crawford? Doing good. Gross, but yeah, good. I'm, I'm sorry. Glad. I'm sorry, everybody. We just lost like half our listeners. Yep. You guys got any juicy stories this week? New check-ins? I don't think I have anything. Yeah? Yeah. Not I mean, a same I, thing. I kicked that lady out for not wearing a mask, but... Oh, yeah. What happened there? It just dumb. I mean, we we don't like require mask or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, well, yeah, that's a story for a different time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> probably have to cut that. Uh, but no, this lady like uh, walks in, and we have a host uh, where we are, and like she's like, "Hey, like we are not required to wear a mask, but for the safety of my team and all that, we like like for you to wear one." And she was rude from the get go. Uh, she was like, I'm not wearing a mask. Like, <laughs> You're like, making me wear a mask? Yeah. And so she was already rude. I was grabbing water or something. I wasn't there when the situation first happened. And then I, I walked back to mobile and I asked Evan, I said, hey, is the lady over an unlocked phone? Has she been helped? And Evan said, yeah, I talked to her real quick. She's super rude. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I got it. I got it. There's no problem. And I'm ready to go. Let's so, go. Yeah. And I, well, the first thing I said, I was like, she wearing a mask? Evan's like, no, I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, because for our safety, we don't have to, if, if we feel concerned, we don't have to wear a mask. Well, we don't have to help them. We have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so she walked up to me and then like, like a bunch of like scared kids. And I'm like the big bully <laughs> on the playground. Everybody just huddled in behind me and I just took charge. And she was like, I have a question. And I was like, all right, yeah, um, like, I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. I'm like, uh, if you could, since we're going to be face-to-face, like, if you could go get a mask for my safety and your own. She goes, well, I'm not wearing a mask. I just have one question. I said, okay, and I would be more than happy to answer that question. <laughs> all I'm going to need you to do is grab a mask real quick for me. And she's like, never never mind. It's not worth it. I'll just go to Walmart and get a phone. I said, okay, have a nice go day. Do that. And she stormed off. Oh, um, that's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> but beautiful. other than that, like, I've been a pretty normal, pretty chill week for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Been off the last two days, which apparently is, has brought in the crazies, apparently. Oh of course it has. Something's it's, in the water lately. I think we say that every week, but it's true. It's in the it water. just keeps happening week after week after week. <laughs> it always, like, seems to happen for the most part when I'm off work, too. Yeah. Mm, makes you wonder. <laughs> People just come in happy to see Zach's yeah, lovely face. Just, I guess so. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll let uh, Evan give his cool news uh, after mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the yeah. weirdest transition you, you make could have. You played, there. You make him wait for it. Make you played me it. on that one. Um, so I've I have two check ins and they're both Apple related. Uh, one thing I've noticed, especially today, is that my face ID will unlock with my mask on. Have you guys noticed that? Yes, and it pisses me off. It doesn't do it for me though. So. It just makes me mad because for me, because it's it's not a hundred percent. Yeah, and like I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's not, it's not quite there yet. And I I think it's kind of ruined me. And this is like the most Apple thing I've ever said as like <laughs> an Apple user. But like I want perfection if it's gonna work. Yeah. Like and it it just makes me mad. Like it it's great when it works. It's super fast. Uh, but it's just one of those things where 
I don't know, I would much rather have it work every time than 40, 50% of the time. Yeah. Like, it's just annoying because, like, I'm expecting it to unlock, then it doesn't. Like, yeah. that just makes me mad. Yeah. What I think is happening, and I totally agree, mine's like 50% of the time, maybe. Uh, what I think is happening is they built in some algorithms to learn your face change over time. So yeah. if you're, like, you know, going through puberty and you're, like, your face changing, um, it will recognize those changes and adjust the 3D map of your face. So I think because we wear it at work so much, like our masks, I think it's starting to think that that is now our actual face. It doesn't work for me, though, because my mask doesn't show, like, my chin down. It just cuts off from my, you know, above my nose yeah. all the way to my shoulders. Yeah, you wear that Because I wear the shield. face shield, yeah. Oh. And so that, it doesn't recognize that, but it's still kind of cool because I watch Zach do it, and it's actually very I've, interesting. Uh, it, like, noticeably started doing it today, though. It was weird. I had a buddy who, like, he would jewel, and if he ever jeweled, it wouldn't <laughs> unlock. Uh, but he started trying to unlock his phone so much, it learned when a jewel was oh in my God. his mouth. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in you my just life. Think- <laughs> The phone just thinks he has, like, a massive, like, rod stuck in his face permanently. Yeah. It's like, this is you, right? <laughs> uh, my second one is, God bless them uh, for all their design prowess. Uh, Apple's remote on the Apple TV is the worst remote I've ever used for a couple of reasons. What? Uh, I don't think it's that bad. One, it constantly gets lost. Like, it's so thin and light, which is fine, but I keep on losing it because I use it in bed when I'm, like, Wait, have you, you have trying mine out? Is, no. that, is that mine? You're yeah. trying out, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> Evan's one. Yeah, you don't have a nightstand. I do, but like I don't know. Sometimes I just fall asleep and it's just like on the bed with me, and I can't find it the next morning. No, never. I've never. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. If it, it was on a couch, like think about it falling in between those cracks. Oh, like, that happens all the time with my TCL TV. It yeah. just falls in the cracks and it's annoying. And I have a soundbar remote that's just as slim as a Apple TV one, but I found a massive Swiss uh, Army knife in your couch yesterday. <laughs> That's I can true. imagine a lot of things getting lost in there. That is true. Uh, but the good thing about the design, though, is if it ever flips over, that thing is going to be cold as hell, and it's going to wake you up, and you're going to know exactly where it is. <laughs> I, didn't even think, <laughs> I didn't even think about that part, but that's also, yeah, that's that's true. But no, the thing I hate about it most is because it's so uh, symmetric, symmetrical um, on top and bottom, if you just pick it up in the dark... You have a 50-50 shot of accidentally picking up the touchpad yeah. first. No, no. I, but I if hate the that. Apple, but if it's off, it doesn't turn on your TV. So no, but, but if it goes to sleep, it will turn your TV off. Okay, but okay. On. in my scenario that I'm using it, it's like before bed, I like to watch like YouTube videos. And if I pick it up and if it's like dark and I can't tell which side is which, chances are I'm going to accidentally swipe forward or backward on the video because I'm touching the touchpad yeah. first. And then click the menu and it never did it. Okay, but I, why should I have to do that on a remote I, in the first place? I guess. You see what I'm saying? The touchpad is cool. It's just steps. stupid. Yeah, I love the touchpad. I do too. I really enjoy it, but I, I hear all of your yeah. frustrations because it's happening. I don't know. For my I situation, I, I hate yeah. that stupid remote. It's one of those things you just get used to. You like Just like preemptively without even really thinking about it, I see where the apple is and I'll move my hand or something, but yeah. it'll come with time, young Padawan. I, I don't know, man. I use, my, <laughs> I use my phone a lot more anyway. Like I, Usually a lot of the times, like what I do is I keep my Apple TV remote on my uh, nightstand next to me and I'll click on the TV to actually turn the Apple TV on. Mm-hmm. Then I'll just use my phone as a remote. Just okay. Because it's a lot better. And then if I search, I have a keyboard. I don't have to do the swiping on that. Like, yeah. I just, it's a lot more yeah. universal. Use it on the moat. Remote. Use it on the phone. Yeah. Use it on Jesus. the moat. Use it on the moat. It's a lot easier use a moat on the phone. Use Apple TV on my moat. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. And, I, I do I would have try it. to do that. I, so I have it on my phone, but what I've been doing lately, and I understand how dumb this is, but I put my phone on my nightstand, which is like on my wall, so it's not right next to my bed. And the reason I do that is so I don't use my phone before bed. 
but at the same time, I watch TV before bed, so it's like. But basically, the point is, I don't have my phone next to me. And yeah, what we have learned bedroom. from this conversation is Christian's a bitch who can't get over it. <laughs> or you, <laughs> Evan, <laughs> catch me outside. How about that? That's fine. All right, what's your check in? Uh, I don't have anything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I uh, I got a new car. Ooh. It's my turn. You guys yeah. both have gotten a new one before me, so it was my turn. Uh, but I got a 2015 EcoBoost Premium Mustang. Mm. Why couldn't you have gotten white so we all had white cars? That would have been cool. That would have actually been kind of cool. <laughs> don't, don't try to church it up, boy. What? what? EcoBoost Premium. That's what it is. It's like Joe Dierte. No, I under, <laughs> I understand, but it's like it's Joe Dirtay. What is that? What? What does that mean? You have you ever seen Joe Dirt? Oh, okay. I have seen it, but I I saw it like you didn't catch twice. the reference. No, yeah, I didn't get the reference. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, Joe Dirtay. Don't you try to <laughs> church it up, boy. For the people that are That's a little awesome. older and understand what it is, it's a fastback, which is like an old style of the back end of Mustang. So it's kind of cool to have that the booty of the Mustang. I don't know. I really like it. I enjoy it. It's got really good gas mileage. It looks sexy as hell, and it it drives like a like a champ. That's pretty nice. It is pretty nice. Christian got yeah, to drive nice. it today. I did, and he didn't. He didn't give me the go ahead. I just like started pulling. He's just like <laughs> we just said. I was like, yeah, you can sit in the driver's seat if you want. And he's like, all right, cool. And I sat in with him. I was like, what do you think? He's like, reverse. <laughs> Back the thing up and started driving around. I was like, oh, you're taking it for a spin. He's like, don't worry, I'll just take it for a circle here. I was like, oh, this thing got a backup cam. Boop. <laughs> yeah, because you like without even thinking about it, I just saw you put it in reverse. I was like, okay, he's checking out the backup camera. Lo and behold, we start moving. I'm like, oh dear God. I would have stopped instantly if you had said anything. I just I, want you, you to know that. You know I didn't care. All right. <laughs> but I'm excited. It's pretty fun. All right, let's move on to Dope or Dirt. It's a segment where we debut um, a new product, a new idea to the group, and the other two have to decide is it dope or is it dirt? Who wants to go first? I'll start. Oh, um, I just want to get mine out of the way because I'm, I'm not confident. I'm going to get across the board here. <laughs> Trying to lower um, expectations, I see. Nice move. Yeah, you should definitely lower them. Uh, it's not nearly as cool as any of the other ones I've had with like the urinal games and all that. <laughs> that's still my that favorite was really, one. That's really peak dope or dirt. Yeah. Uh, we'll never get back there. This one is uh, that I found is a Rocket Innovations Everlast 6-inch by 8.8-inch smart notebook. Um, mm. And I just found this the other day, the other day. Uh, from Nick, who you guys had on the podcast. Yeah. I can't say I've had him because I wasn't here for any it's of them. Someday. It worked out, bro. Someday. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, but no, he, he showed me this cause I was looking for school and all that, like maybe getting an iPad. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the only reason I want an iPad is for note taking. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else. Cause like if I do my schoolwork, it's going to be either on my Mac or my, uh, PC that I have it, depending on some programs I need to run it on a windows. Um, but yeah, this notebook is a, just a regular, like everyday notebook with a special pen in it and you can write the notes and then after you write the notes, you can take a picture of it and upload them to your photos for cloud and things like that. And uh, after you're done, you just take a wet cloth and wipe the wipe it off, and huh. it's brand new. Uh, so what? we is yeah. it like one single page or is it a whole ass notebook? That's what like I'm not sure of, but like so like it shows just like the one page here. But I think it is multiple ones when I see that one. So you can do like mm. multiple pages of notes at a time. And then like after you're done writing notes, you can upload all of them. And then you just so take, you have a, to take a picture of it. Yeah. And then it uploads. 
from what I've read, I didn't so really. So it's like any other notebook, like normal, where you can take a picture and upload. Well, it, it does somewhere. it through like a QR code or something. I didn't really look into it that much. Here, I watch a video real quick. And we so it's the it same of you just physically <laughs> taking a picture of the. Try. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, but like, I see what you're trying to say, but it's like, what's the difference between scanning a QR code and just taking a picture of what you just wrote? What's the difference between writing it on an iPad? Just get an iPad is what you're telling me right now. Yeah. But I, I can spend $30 instead of oh, 300 th- Okay, that was my next it's question. It's $32. Mm. Or you could buy a notepad, like we talked about, for $2.50 <laughs> from Walmart and do the same thing. Yeah, but I'm, if you do that, though, like, you can take a picture of it and all that, but it doesn't, like, write as smooth either because you're using like, a regular pen. And then you always have to, like, I don't you know, you don't smear and stuff like that. Like, I don't like notebooks. But, like, a little smart notebook like this seems pretty cool. Like, it okay, just... Okay, I've been secretly waiting for this topic to come out because I'm a huge pen nerd. Um, hey, freak. I, I love I love me some fountain pens. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> my, the reason that this is going to get a dirt from me is because if I wanted to use something that I could easily upload to the cloud, I would just use an iPad. It's more expensive, don't get me wrong. But you get the handwriting function plus an iPad. Uh, on top of that... Um, if I want to write like with a pen, I would just use uh, like some of my fancy ass pens because I loved them. Um, and it's going to be way smoother than I bet what you're going to be using on that. My question is, what sort of writing things are you using on that? Is it like a is it a marker that comes with it? Is it a specialty thing? Can you use whatever yeah, you want? Yeah, it's a specialty pen that comes with. How it. much are the refills <laughs> on that? Um, That's how they get you. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't. No. I have not looked that much into it. Like I said, it was like because I've been. I don't, I, Excuses. I'm, very, I'm very tight with like finances and all that. And I don't know if I want to go spend $300 on a notebook, essentially, is how I look yeah. at it. Because I, I, I'm not going to use it for anything else. Like, it would be nice to be able to like write the notes, stuff like that. And I might do it because I'm still looking at maybe when all this is done, like going back to like campus and actually like leaving online and going to like sit down classes. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing that much, then I might look into it just because it is very easy. And I don't have to worry about, like, uploading and things like that. But for right now, like, I have one class that right. I'm, I'm going to have to take notes in because it's, like, the Zoom class kind of thing. I mean, I just, I don't, I can't justify the $300, which is why I went this route. Yeah. Like I said, lower the expectations because this one was not <laughs> great at all. I mean. It's a very uh, last minute find. It seems like a, it seems like a middle step between, like, a truly, because I've seen some of those really cool digital notebooks that you write it in it automatically goes up to the companion app. So, like, I can write like a sentence on it and it'll just show up on the app. That's pretty cool. But those are also like 200 bucks. So, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I can see it too. Give you a trash. Try! I can <laughs> see it too, but I think it's just, it's just not quite there enough to where it's like, has those extra features yeah. where it makes it worth it to spend $30 versus $2. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. No, 100%. So. <laughs> like I said, I found it, Four minutes before we started, so <laughs> and I didn't even find it. I just remembered I looked at it in the past. That yeah, just throw this in, see if it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, eh. fair enough. Can I go next? Yeah, go. What you got, buddy? All right, cool. So it's called Cinera Edge. What it is is a if you can think of like an Oculus headset condensed down with head headphones attached. So it has um, it's called the Cinera Edge with a 5K OLED display with uh, Dolby Digital Digital 5.1 headphones uh, like built into it. So essentially, what it does, um, it's the world's first personal cinema um, that features a 2.5K micro OLED digital uh, Dolby Dolby Digital. Excuse me. Um, it 
The combination boasts a real theatrical immersed experience with fantastic video and audio quality, making the device a true mobile cinema. Um, so essentially, Can you show me a picture before yeah, you yeah, go yeah. further. Yeah. That. Oh. So it's a very sleek design. It's not like a thick thing on your head to where I feel like you could comfortably like lay down on a how, pillow or something. So she's standing up. How like how does that stay on your head though? I think because I feel like it's either going to be super tight. Isn't the band? Isn't the band on top like? So isn't it for basically these, headphones, it doesn't with, show a band for these. I think what it does is the it vets cups, rest it on your ears or something. No, it, I think it cups on the bridge of your nose and your ears. So it's like a comfy, comfy pads. I don't know. I don't. That's kind of one thing I was thinking about too, to where I was kind of confused. They do make another model that's more of like the Oculus that gives you like a that would be the one a I bigger viewing more. angle and stuff like that that has the strap mm, over the head, so okay. it doesn't put all the pressure there. I, like I'm just imagine like doing doing this more or less. No, yeah, absolutely. That's essentially and what it looks like. You look like, like Cyclops from X-Men. That's <laughs> so what you're going to look like. And like, even just doing that real quick, like, yeah, cupping the ears isn't bad, but then like, the rest time, of that weight over yeah. your nose. Yeah. But over time, yeah, it definitely hurts. And so I think having both options for the Laying design. down would work perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, it has a 500,000 to one contrast ratio for you nerds who know what that means. Color, you know, accuracy is pretty, pretty solid there for movies and stuff like that could be better but it's still still pretty great it's amount of quality yeah exactly. okay here's it's, sorry god it's it's pretty small overall it's not huge like if if you if i think we should post a picture of what an oculus rift looks like on someone's head how compared kind of that. bulky they are compared to this yeah um you get a really good viewing angle with it i believe it's 66 degree wide um so for your eyes it looks pretty good like you're watching a movie um for the oh it also gives you a 3d experience if you choose to mm. um, no yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't care for that as much. If I'm already in VR, I don't need a 3D also. <laughs> the one thing to keep in mind is it isn't like a 3D thing, though. So you don't have to look around to see the whole thing. You, you just get the whole experience in one look. So you don't have so, to move your head around. Also, like, like I guess, is the main thing just supposed to be like to watch movies and stuff on? Or is it supposed to be another VR? It can. So it's mostly for like video watching and movie watching and stuff like that. How do like you that. load stuff onto it? So that's what I was going to get to. Oh. So you can plug it into all sorts of different things. Let me pull down to the picture here. So it has micro SD slot, HDMI 2.0. You can connect it to a computer, laptop, um, like a Blu-ray machine, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. Um, so anything, you can even, you can even like hook it up. an iPhone. You can even hook it up to a drone. What? Yeah, to a drone oh and watch that through that. Um, it's got some pretty good specs in it. You got 16 gigs of storage, which gives you, you don't have to do 32 and stuff like that, but SD card support and all that kind of stuff. But no. um, so essentially, you get a few options. If you choose the one over the head, um, it's a little pricier around 550 The other one's about 450 So it's a little hefty, but you got to think about, you know, Okay. You get that at your own home. The, the scenario that I think this would sell. Did you say a price point already? Yeah, yeah. Four fifty for the one without the thing okay. over the top. Five fifty for. Okay, the that's one not unreasonable because I'm imagining exactly. this for travelers that go on airplanes constantly, right? And they're looking for something like this. Overall, it pays for itself. I just, so my I think the problem I would have with it is well, I guess if you have an SD card, it's not as big of a deal. Because you'd have to load movies onto that SD card and then shove it in the headphones. So it has a four terabyte, four terabyte SD card support. Mm, who, who the hell's making a four terabyte SD card out there? All I'm saying, I think I, think, I know Samsung has I'm a pretty sure two. Samsung. I say I know Samsung gets up there. They got a two. I think they might have a four. That'd be crazy. It either said two or four. I'm pretty sure it huh. said four, but it could have been two. Hmm. I like where this still, is though, going. Still I like the idea there. Two terabytes extra on top of the 16 or 32. Yeah. Highest I'm seeing is a two terabyte, even on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two is right. probably two then. I, I think I'm going to.
I'm going to give it the dope. It's pretty dope. What you want? What you want? I I want <laughs> I want to think it's dope really bad. What's uh-huh. holding you back from saying dope? The price point. Okay. I, I mean, I could go out and get an Oculus, which is already tested price. and proven. Yeah, about the same price. And I... You're thinking of it as a VR experience, though. You cannot think of it like that because well, it's not. And then, like, if it comes to that, like, I don't know, like... Because I've watched movies, I have a Vive, and I've watched yeah. movies inside my Vive, and it's really cool how you can put yourself in, like, a theater setup, but I don't, and this is, like, the thing, like, every, like, part of it is super cool, but when I put it down to, like, would I buy this, would I have this, no, because, sure. like, I have the Vive already, and it's not because, like, oh, I own the Vive, so I don't need another piece, it's not that, um, it's just more the fact that, like, I've never once even watched a movie now, like, been like, oh, let me go upstairs, let me go, to, go put on my Vive, and watch a movie. That's fair. Like, but you it, gotta, just, it seems like an extra step. And then, like, I didn't, as it was cool, I didn't really care for it that much. Because, like, you don't necessarily get motion sickness inside of it, but it's weird. I don't know. I, oh, well, some if, people do, like, throw up in those yeah. things. Yeah. But think of it, like, again, you're still thinking of it as a VR. It it's is not a that. VR. No, it's not. You just watch it with a... It's a movie-watching experience. Yeah. Oh, then think about the... F- go ahead and click blue. Like the track. Oh, Screw you, man. You got to think if about all the features, even... though. It's got Dolby Atmos 5.1 surround sound. It's like you're sitting in a movie theater, but you can be chilling on your couch or in your bed. And you can do that with the like a home theater system already. Like you can go out and buy like a soundbar for 400. Yeah, but the, for the I don't know. Dolby Atmos, think, you're at least spending. I think like the most practical, five six hundred. The most practical application is traveling. Honestly, yeah. For this and one. that was another thing I thought of too when you brought that up was like. There's no way I would want that on a plane, but also or anything. Gotta, you also got to think because, like, it. I don't. If I'm on a like, I want to be able to see my surroundings still. No, I don't you're wanna, flying. You're flying first class with these puppies. You don't care who's around you. I still right. care. <laughs> I've never <laughs> flown first class, but like, I'm one of those people. Like, even at a restaurant, like, yeah. I just sit facing the door, uh-uh. kind of thing. I'm one of those people. One of those people. But you got to think the people that like are really into movies and watch movies all the time, like, like I, you do TV. That would be a perfect option. That's what. For I, them, that's right? why I said I want to say it's dope, really bad. But when I put it in practical, like. I'm mixed. Yes, it's super dope, but for me, it's dirt. Okay, fair. Fair. All right, we're split. All right. All right, so uh, this is a product category I have not yet experienced, but from what I hear, this next one is surely dope. Also, you've used pleasurable toys before. You don't have to lie. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so my dope or dirt. Imagine a revolutionary product that costs two-thirds the cost of its competition, and it goes twice as far. So this is the... The name is the coolest part of it. The Van Moof S3. This is a city electric bike. So it's an electric bike you can buy. I'm going to start out with start out with the cost because I know you're going to be wondering it the whole time. It costs 19.98. With that said, like 19 like 20 bucks or 1900 dollars and 98. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It <laughs> costs you that. can't That's even buy a lot a tri- of dough. <laughs> I was going to say you can't buy a tricycle for that price point. <laughs> okay, but 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 hear me out. So other competition bikes, uh, they will cost you around three thousand dollars. So this is about two thirds the cost of it, sixty six percent for those of you counting at home. Or I could just walk. So what this or does? Buy a normal bike. It's a it's an electric assisted bike. So whenever you're pedaling, it actually assists with it. So you charge it, and yeah. then it assists whenever you're pedaling, and it you takes about half the energy uh, that a uh, normal bike would. So. Um, on top of that, it's got uh, it's paired with an app, so you can control it. Um, you can see if somebody stole it, you can actually see the last locations that it's been. And this uh, particular company, they have a service to where if you lose your bike, they have a team of experts that will go and try to find it for two weeks. And if they cannot find it in two weeks, you get a new one. 
What the hell? Not kidding. It's pretty cool. That's actually pretty dope. Apple, yeah. are you listening? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, it's got a shifter that will automatically shift for you. Um, it's got super smart electronics. So basically, like you can see uh, your GPS. You can see like how many calories you might have burned. Does it have a um, screen on it, or are you still relying on your smartphone? So you're relying on your smartphone, but on the uh, on the frame of the bike. So like if you're on the bike, if you look down, there's actually an LED screen, and link. it can tell you how fast. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, it can tell you how fast it went. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet product. Um, I don't. Nobody really rides bikes around here because like in America, cities are all spread apart. Um, so these ones are mainly designed for European cities, but, um, you or know, like New York, like San yeah, Diego, or places like that, of like course, stuff like that. yeah, stuff like that. So yeah. Um, and from what I've read, the only downside to it is the battery is non-removable like some of the other competitions. So like those ones, you can remove the battery, charge it, bring it back to the bike. This one, you have to like kind of plug it into the wall in a way. So I'm not reading this whole article because it's incredibly long. Yeah. Um, I just went to the manufacturer's website for all that stuff. My one question that I have. Yes. I, I know you said it assists you. Uh-huh. Like, if you're going uphill, does that take strain off you too? Like, you don't have to pedal as hard if you were on a normal bike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so anytime you pedal, it's assisting you. So anytime, you, anytime you're putting forward momentum on it, it assists you. There, I've actually ridden one of these before. Uh, not of course the same style, but like um, uh, a bike that does that so, kind of stuff. Um, and it's so cool. It is so nice. It's it takes a lot of strain off of you. But to have like these extra features, like the theft mode and stuff like that, that's absolutely giving me a uh, let's go. Absolutely. Another cool I don't even care it. about the price point. <laughs> Another cool part of it too is the uh, the lock system. So you can actually there's a little button on the rear spoke. And if you click it in with your toe, it'll lock the bike so nobody can move it. It can only be unlocked. um, So you can set a combination on the left handle. So if you tap it a certain amount of times in the right place, it'll unlock. Or you can unlock it with your app. That is so cool. Can it be a mountain bike? Uh, I don't know. It's mostly designed for more casual sort of thing. Because it it looks like it could be mountain bikey. So and. From what I understand, there's going to be another lineup that is built for that stuff. But this one is more towards like city commute. Okay. What you want? I'm in. Let's go. Let's go. That's cool. That's so dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I have uh, I've used one of the bird bikes before, and I still never used any of those. Dude, they're so fun. No, No, the bike. The bike. The bike is awesome. The bike is so cool. I Uh, I did it in San Diego. Yeah, it's so fun. (laughs) So fun. Like, and even though the price point is like incredibly insane, like none of us are going out and buying this tomorrow. No. Um, kind of thing. But a. You're like two weeks to find your bike. Like that's enough. They don't usually get a new one. Like that's enough in its own right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first time I used one of these, like it, it changed the biking experience. Like it kind of unfortunate. The one downside today would be like, like, like you said, they're coming out with a line for mountain biking, but mm-hmm. like you probably, I don't know, like mountain biking with electric wouldn't be super cool, but not practical because you have a lot of moving parts, a lot yeah. of technology in there, but yeah, they're they make them so much easier. Mm-hmm. E bikes are amazing. I still haven't ridden a scooter though. I, I really want to. You you done a, I just I haven't I had a reason to. I can't believe you haven't done a scooter. You've Dude, been on camp. I literally. Yeah, but like I always plan enough time me, to go to class. You, me and you my ever, girlfriend like literally were just going from lost marks to our car, which is like <laughs> maybe six hundred feet. And we're like, let's do a bird. <laughs> they're just I, so fun. I can't believe you never found this scenario where like class ran late or something. You have to get across campus in like two minutes. So it actually did, but by that time, Mizzou banned them on campus. Ah. Yeah, RIP. And now I graduated, yeah, so F that. There were kids <laughs> throwing those things around like they were... 
Well, oh, yeah, people people got hit a lot. Well, yeah, <laughs> they also like they didn't have like speed limits and stuff set. So now if you go to, like bigger cities, like I know in San Diego now, like there's hot spots. And if the hot spots, they slow the scooters down. They can go like five miles an hour hmm. instead of going cool. fifteen balls to the wall the whole time <laughs> through <laughs> a college campus <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> I'm a fan. All right, let's move on to. This is on that new new where we wrap up the rumors and leaks from around the week. Starting with Samsung may have just leaked its flagship phone, uh, its next flagship phone, the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra and Note 20, with renders of an unreleased Galaxy Note device appearing on the company's official Russian website via Ishan Argwal on Twitter. While it's not confirmed yet that the images of the copper-colored phone, officially mm. dubbed Mystic Bronze, mm. are actually of Samsung's new flagship, they definitely do depict an unreleased Galaxy Note phone with a camera array that features a folded zoom lens and a very similar design to the Galaxy S20 Ultra released earlier this year. So, uh, I know you can't see the picture if you're listening, but it's it's very bronze. It is so cool. It's very bronze. It's like a. It looks like a Note 10 with a Note, uh, or sorry, with an S20 Ultra camera lens slapped on the back. And it's very bronze. So it is sexy. Evan, go into it. Do we I do we want, hate or love this color? I want. Yeah. I want. I want. I want. It would be very hard for me not to buy this phone if this color was real. I keep saying that on every phone, but this color it beats the OnePlus green. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't like that green. The yeah, Best Buy blue. Like, it beats like all of these crazy. I don't even know the, the OnePlus almond. I loved that color, but this there is something about copper, especially that pin. Oh my gosh, that camera. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, Yo, you want to you want to take a twenty second break real quick? Yeah, I need, right. I, need, I need to go to the bathroom real quick. Honestly, Jeez. oh my god, my goodness! What if I told you that in the official Galaxy Unpacked, which is like the name of their event, in the official press release photo, it has a little splash, and that splash is this color. What do you mean? So, <laughs> so basically, Samsung has said this color is coming. Okay, well, I want it. Yeah, I might not get it, but I want it. You want it? I want it. All right. What do you What do you think, Zach? I hate the name. With a Note Twenty Ultra, you <laughs> like you are, you have pushed yourself into Apple's territory with the naming. The iPhone Eleven Pro, iPhone Eleven Pro Max, the S, what? The Galaxy Note Twenty Ultra, the Galaxy Note S Twenty Pro Max, iPhone Eleven. Yeah, that, that nightmare. Uh, but I don't like brown. I don't like brown. Yeah, it's not brown. It's bronze. It looks like a penny. And yeah, like a penny, it will deteriorate and turn green. And I also don't, <laughs> I don't like pennies. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, that's exactly. It's how okay. It works. No one does. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. Uh, You're not I'm, alone on that. I think this will look really nice in person, but yeah, bronze as a whole doesn't do it for me. No, mm-hmm. I'd I rather have like. I I'd rather have the glow. The aura I, glow. I don't yeah. like that one either. I don't like it either. That I. Well, <laughs> so like I don't care. I don't hate it. Like if I like if I went to a store and I like wanted a note 10 plus or something like that mm-hmm. like oh we have the aurora glow i'd be like okay yeah like, i'd take I it don't, i don't hate it enough to be like no i'll wait until another color comes back in stock but yeah. i would be like no i'm good <laughs> i don't I, like i the- only have the bronze stock okay i'll wait <laughs> order me in three weeks yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah i don't like that the pin it, nothing to do with the new leak that we're talking about i don't like that the pin on the note 10 is blue on the aura glow color yeah that's yeah weird. that's a little strange I'd rather be, uh, I mean, I guess I kind of get Silver. it because it, yes, it's kind of impossible to match the color of the aura glow, like on the pen, I would think, because it's not made of glass yeah. and it has to be like reflective. I would just do silver though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or it's white. 
It just it or might black. be it, it maybe would have been too close to Oraglow while not being Oraglow that it looked weird. Yeah. Or yeah. just yeah, black would have been better. But um so I kind th- of yeah, go for it. I was gonna say I think my biggest issue in it it just like if it was the way the camera bump, I don't hate the way the camera bump works with the like glass on it. Mm-hmm. But uh the actual like color of the phone is where like it turns me off more. Yeah. Uh, I never thought I would ever say this, but I think the iPhone 11 Pro series did the camera bump the best. Yes, absolutely, yeah. I agree. Which, looking at the uh, the leaked pictures from you know around August and September time, I would have never guessed that I would have actually liked it. Yeah. But I like how it, I like the two tone look because it almost looks like the camera is recessed into the phone with the way that the glass reflects around it. That's kind of crazy. I agree. I like how it's kind of glass off the mat. Yeah. Nice. Anywho, so um, there's actually two parts to this story because Samsung has announced that its Galaxy Unpacked event will take place on Wednesday, August 5th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Mark your calendars. The company is expected to reveal its new lineup of Galaxy Note 20 devices along with a successor to its first foldable, the Galaxy Fold. But also on that list is the Galaxy Tab S7. According to leaks published by Gizmodo, we know that the Galaxy Tab S7 range will be the biggest Samsung has ever offered, competing hard with the iPad Pro. The main Tab S7 will apparently be bigger, more responsive, more powerful, and more computer-like than previous models with a revamped S Pen. Uh, the palette codename, along with Canvas for the Note 20, makes it quite likely that Samsung will be going artsy with marketing for this one. And, as previously mentioned, Samsung is also rumored to be releasing the Galaxy Watch 2, or 3. Um, a listing appeared on Thailand's NBTC certification site, indicating we might be skipping 2 and going straight to 3. The reasoning for this could be the existence of the Galaxy Watch Active 2. It might confuse customers to have a newer model featuring the same number within the same moniker. And as usual for Samsung, we again expect to see a round AMOLED screen taking up most of the space in the front with the addition of physical buttons for control alongside that rotating bezel. The early set of images showed a natural silver metal case with a black leather strap as well as a black anodized casing with that same band. And on top of that, we've also got a leak of a black metal casing with a titanium link bracelet. Overall, the Galaxy Watch 2 or 3, whatever it's called, will update Samsung's Galaxy Watch lineup and bring it up to speed in the internals department. So, out of the Tab S7 and the Galaxy Watch 3, which do you guys think will make a bigger impact in the market, especially against Apple? I want want to hear Christian's answer before I answer. Uh, I think probably the watch. Oh, no one cares about their tablets. So, and that's where I, like... They're my, trash. My gut says the watch, but if the tablet can actually finally compete with the iPad, it's going to beat the tablet easily. There's no way, though. I... They gotta figure if it out sometime, right? it's like a phone right? that's gonna last two years, maybe a year, and it'll slow down. They gotta this figure... iPad hasn't... This, your iPad hasn't slowed down. No, my iPad's been fantastic. Exactly. It doesn't happen like that. That's what I'm saying. So they can finally figure it out. They're in the seventh generation. They might get it by now. I don't I, know. I hope so, know. but I doubt it. Whenever but I read this... their phones can't do it, nah. Yeah, the, whenever, whenever the I read this, I was like... The watch is a safe pick for sure, Yeah, it is. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oreo agrees. Um, but I don't know. It's just something like... I, I think there's still just that little bit of hope. Yeah. For which one? The tablet. The tab. Because you still have odds and ends people come in and they're like, hey, I want like a tablet, like an Android tablet, like a Samsung tablet. And it's like, well, they're garbage, but here's the <laughs> options. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think there's like, I think the market is so niche and why you don't see it is that everybody knows they're garbage. Yeah. Like if you care about tech, like you know you're not going to buy it kind of thing. So I think like, 
if they can finally meet the standpoint, yeah. Yeah, like, no, that's yeah, fair. There are legions of people that will die on the Samsung tablets, and, like, like they're very obvious when they come and they say, I want the new S7 because I had the S3 and I loved it. Like, yeah. there's a very small amount of people. Um, I don't know. This is a weird one because Samsung has been uh, the only real competition for Apple in both of those spaces because, yeah, Android tablets are kind of a joke, and I'm sure people that have a Samsung tab are going to write at me and be like, you son of a bitch. But it's kind of the same thing with the watches, too. The only real other competition is Fitbit, and they just got bought out by Google. Um, so we'll see if they come out with something new. But, yeah, right now it's just Apple Watch and the Galaxy Watch. Galaxy Watch has been kind of killing it, so I don't know if they can really make any more of a dent than they've already been making. Yeah. I just think, like, the Galaxy Watch needs to get less bulky. No, for sure. Like, that was, like, my biggest pet peeve, like, that I've seen of it. I've never had it because I did the fossil side, which all of it's garbage. Yeah, gross. Um but the fossil looked clean, though. I like, didn't like it. I didn't care for it. it the, well, the fossil looked like a real watch. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Galaxy Watch, you get that big bulkiness. And you get the spinning yeah. bezel. But, like... Which some people love that bulkiness. They really I, like that big I, watch. I just... I don't know. I don't like... It looks gaudy, flashy. Yeah, and, like, it does. I don't know. It's not yeah. It's not me anymore. I've retired my Oakleys. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jesus. The, the white ones with the blue lenses? And I have red and purple oh, that's ones right, also. That's right, yeah. 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 yeah, I haven't worn those since high school. It's like a you took a step back, unlike Denton. He took a step forward and made a garden. He did. Yeah. He is America's dad. Shout yeah. out Denton. Shout out America. <laughs> um, I don't know. And then the the Galaxy Tab Department. I think I mentioned this uh, one of our first episodes too. But the Tab S three I had, I spent like five hundred dollars on it, like, and it stopped being fast about three months. I, in. Yeah, I remember that. Ridiculous. And that was their top of the lineup. And then whenever I read that they're coming out with the Tab S7, my first thought literally was, what happened to 5 and 6? I had no idea they even made one. Like, I know that we sell them, and I know that, like, sometimes I do transactions for it. But I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they do exist. Yeah. yeah. It's because I broke the 6. Uh, you the went on muted. muted. It's because I broke the 6. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. What happened there? Uh, <laughs> if we can talk about it. So I was showing He's a customer. About display one. Yeah, I was showing a customer the display, and I went to, um, I don't know what I was doing. I was looking at the watch or something, and I nicked it with my walkie, nicked the edge of the case, kind of like oh, how the keyboards are. Yeah, it flipped out from the keyboard, and you know those uh, sign holders, the glass ones, mm-hmm. they're really sharp on the edge, and it moved and hit just the corner and spired the whole screen. This was also like. <laughs> Day one or two of having the new tags out too. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, oh, it happened my quick. God. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny though. I went over to our inventory manager. And I was like, "Hey, so uh, I did a thing. I broke it." And she's like, "That's okay." Well, but before all this, like everybody that was working, like struck the fear of God into Evan of like, "Hey, dude, that's coming out of your paycheck." Like yeah. when you break displays, I was so and, like, scared. Yeah, he was like freaking out. Tablet. We're like, "Hey, like." Well, you might as well get over with now. Like, go tell Kristen. They can probably work something out where it's not, like, all in one. You can get it, like, taken out of time. <laughs> so he goes up to Kristen. This dude is terrified. Because um, I never broke anything yeah. before. And then she's like, he's like, yeah, so I broke this tab. She goes, okay, I don't think it's ours anyway. <laughs> she's like, yeah, we'll just go to Samsung and look at us another one. I was like, fuck you, Zach. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Stormed over there trying to beat his ass. Stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Broke so much stuff there. I don't god, think I've so broken anything. Well, I That's was warehouse for five years. Knock well, on wood. Four, four years. Yeah, unlike Avery, she broke off a thousand dollar phone, a big ass TV. <laughs> yeah. Separate incidents. 
Uh, but we won't talk about that too much. Uh, <laughs> oh, and thanks to a new leak, and I read this like minutes before we started recording, uh, Samsung is copying Apple in the worst of ways. <laughs> because according to new leaks, I forget where I read this. I'm sorry, whoever you are. Uh, apparently, Samsung will not be putting a charger in the new box. So that is... Let's go. iPhone 12, likely not going to have it. And then Samsung Note 20, likely not going to have it either. Well, then there you go. It's not going to matter then. Yeah. All right, let's move on to tonight's feature story. From Android Authority, smartphone prices are unequivocally too high. And actually, feel free to jump in on this. this is quite a bit of text, so just heads up. Um, top flagships can set you back in excess of $1,500, and some have even crossed the $2,000 mark. Those prices easily surpass the cost of some mid-range laptops and even 4K TVs with screens in the 75-inch range. Let that sink in. Just five years ago, phones were far more affordable. Prices were closer to $600 or $700. And this leads us to ask, Android Authority, uh, what's behind the surge in prices? These, there's more to the answer than you might think. Let's jump back to the original too expensive smartphone, the first iPhone. At the time, $600 was an outrageous price for a phone. So much so, in fact that then-Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer boldly claimed, infamously, that the iPhone had no chance of taking any significant market share. Not one of the best hot takes. You know what I'm talking about, Evan? Uh, the smartphone wow. market has saturated, and consumers are holding on to their phones longer, so manufacturers are trying to get more out of each sale that they get. While this is opportunistic, it also reflects consumer demands. A smartphone is an important long-term investment that is used more often and, far, and for far more things today than just a few years ago. But again, that leads us to why are they so expensive? Well, first and foremost, the hardware. Screens are markedly larger and better than they were a few years ago. They're covered with more shadow-resistant glass, I doubt it, and are installed in cases with tighter tolerances and minimal bezels. The batteries are bigger. Storage sizes have increased dramatically. The silicon has grown to include processors that rival laptops and performance. Phones have more antennas to work on more networks around the world and often have a dozen cameras along with depth sensors and components for biometrics and security. The most expensive phones have new technologies like foldable displays and hinges, ultra-wide band modems, periscope zoom mechanisms, sonar or LiDAR, or millimeter wave 5G modems and radio frequency processing. God, that's a lot. In other words, it all adds up. But you've also got the software cost. True, Google gives Android away at no cost, but that doesn't mean phone makers get away scot-free. Consider Samsung. It puts tons of work into one UI. You've also got uh, Huawei with EMUI. I didn't realize that was still a thing. Um, LG, Motorola, Sony, Xiaomi, pretty much every makes everybody makes their own skin. And that's not even to mention the all-important artificial intelligence onboard new phones. Siri, Google Assistant, and <laughs> Bixby. Uh, they all add to the cost of the total package and require a lot of research and development. So where does this all lead us? It's hard to imagine that smartphone prices will come down. Instead, expect the top-tier flagships to continue to push the envelope, both in terms of what's on board each handset, as well as what the phone maker charges for it. Those who cannot afford the $50 per month payments for $1,200 phones uh, will likely have to resign themselves to the flagship killers of $600 and $900 price point. Um, but of course, there's a ton of makers like OnePlus, LG, Xiaomi, and even Motorola taking up that space. So, to you guys... We scratched the surface on this discussion in one of our first episodes, but that was long before Samsung released the S20 Ultra at $1,400 and before we got the Galaxy Z Flip at roughly the same price. Do you think we're finally reaching the upper limit of what the average consumer will spend on a phone? No. Yes. Okay, go. No and yes. Because I think we're getting there, but I don't think it's unreasonable to be right under 2000 I think... Mm. 
I, I know that's a very high number, but f- for most people, <laughs> yeah, for a lot of people, like the phone, the people's like these phones can be people's like lives, like. They use them for work. Who who's to say that they won't spend two thousand dollars on a laptop? Well, here you have a practically a computer in your pocket that can do everything that laptop can, plus it can be your daily driver for your phone. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to spend that amount of money on a laptop, that changes the amount of devices you have to have. They can all do it in one for that price. You get a cell phone, practically another computer for one price. I don't think I'll you'll ever see it hit two thousand dollars. It probably won't even hit nineteen hundred dollars. But well, the Galaxy Fold is. Besides that, I don't think reasonably you're going to really see it go above that. Okay. Because I think once you hear two thousand, it used to be when you hear a thousand, hell no, you're not even close to that. But now people are spending twenty five, you know, uh, twelve hundred dollars, fourteen hundred dollars on a phone, and they're not really. I mean. They are sweating it a little bit, but you have um, promotions and stuff like that that knock down the price to make it more affordable. And now they're like, yeah, no, I can get into the new Ultra. No problem. Thanks, Samsung. Exactly. So scratching that surface of around $2,000, I don't think is unreasonable, um, but I don't think it'll go any higher than that. Mm. What you guys Zach? See, I'm on the other side of the spectrum of like the fact that I, I have a 10s Max. I didn't upgrade like this year or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. but it's just one of those things like I'm like still paying for my 10s max and yeah. like I it's just one of those things like when I'm done with this payment like I'm writing this till it dies kind of thing like Ooh, okay. I because I, I, I talked about maybe getting the new one and stuff like that and like yeah now I'm to the point like no I don't because they're dummy expensive now mm-hmm. and it's just like one of those things like yeah the features get better and everything but like 5G would be nice. It would be even faster. But, like, I don't complain about my speeds now. Yeah. Right. Like, what's the... I know, like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, like, it, it can shave, like, seconds and stuff like that. It's like, that's fine, but, like... It's like we're kind of getting a solution without a problem. Yeah. yeah exactly. Sure. And I, it's one of those things where if you look at the business side of it, too, if there's more people like me out there, you're not upgrading every year to the latest and greatest kind of thing because, like, the phone prices are getting kind of crazy, like... Mm-hmm. If you don't have the demand, then the price has to go down. Like it's just the way markets work, kind yeah. of thing. So they'll they'll find ways to make it cheaper. It's just they right now they don't have to find a way because mm-hmm. they know people are gonna buy it, and that's more the issue I have with it. And then like I know it's weird the fact that we've always had like two year contracts on phones. Uh, they started out, you get a two-year contract, your phone was free, your phone was 20 bucks, something like that. Free. Yeah. The biggest air quotes possible. Yeah, but, like, it, it was, like, things like that where the, the phone looked free. Yeah. And then we started going away from That's that. That's the important part. It looked free. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we, yeah, we moved away from that, and then now we're on, like, the 24-month payments, and now AT&T's even axed 24-month payments. They're only doing 30 now. And yep. so your price points look nicer <laughs> Because they're cheaper because they're over a long period of time. But, like, you, I don't know. The way I look at it now, too, is, like, I shouldn't have to finance my phone the same way I have to finance a car. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> it's fair. And that's where I'm, like, they're, I think we're there. Because we have enough people come in already. They're, like, whoa, that's a lot of money for a phone. Or they're, like, oh, that's not bad at all. And then you hit them with the monthly payments of 50 bucks a month. They're, like. I'm shit. <laughs> I'm I'm already paying a hundred and fifty yep. for my service alone. Yep. Kind of thing. So I think we are getting there. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be one of those things where I think eventually hopefully P 
people are like me and like they're not going to do it and mm-hmm. these makers instead of sitting on their throne of money are going to have to find ways mm, yes make, indeed exactly <laughs> take a little bit like a little bit more to pay it you're fine you're set for the rest of your life already like yeah. help us out kind of thing yeah and i think that's a big reason why uh, more and more in the stats show this that people are moving to unlocked phones and they're moving to prepaid services because you know that's where carriers get most of their money is service costs. Like that's why your unlimited plan is $70 base. It doesn't cost them $70 to do it. It's a made up number. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is not a made up number is how much they're charging for that phone. I explained this to somebody today. Um, we and other retailers and the manufacturers don't make a bunch of money on phone sales necessarily. Um, you make money on services and things that you can replicate quickly and that don't have manufacturing overhead costs. So that's and like I said, that's why people are moving to these unlocked phones. Like I did that a while ago. Like I don't, I don't have a phone that I'm financing on AT and T um, because I have a OnePlus that I bought on my own. And I fan, financed it through PayPal, and then I was paying for AT and T prepaid service at the time. So you can, like, for consumers, it makes a lot more sense to move to that model than it does to yeah, pay 150 and then suddenly you're paying 50 dollars more for the phone. Um, in terms of like back to the question of are we reaching the upper limit? Uh, I think we're reaching the upper limit for now. I don't sell many ultras. Like I sell maybe maybe like one or two for every five I sell of like a S20 or an S20 plus. And usually it's because it's on sale. Like people aren't paying full price for them. Yeah. But I don't think the average person is going to be like, yeah, I'm okay spending $50, $60 and essentially doing another car payment for a phone um, until we get more features and more benefits out of it. Uh, I think back to the discussion we were having like months and months ago, um, I think once computer, or sorry, once phones can become the central computing unit of most people's lives, and we can like stream that phone processor and that phone computing power onto a bigger screen that we can use, like a computer or like a TV, then I'll be like, yeah, two thousand dollars, no big deal, because it is all these other things. But as far as like touch app, get service, get thing done, I don't think it's going to go over fifteen hundred for the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, just, it'll go over 1500 but I don't think people are going to be spending that much money on it. Yeah, yeah. and it's a weird thing, too, where you look at it as, like, now you can get... I'm going to skew this pretty weird. It's going to sound worse than what it probably is. Classic But, exact. yeah, <laughs> you can get a MacBook Air. You can get a whole laptop cheaper than you can get an S20. And what is that going to do that's better than even a MacBook is? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's a little bit more portable, and it's a lot smaller kind of thing, but, like... It can make phone calls. That's all it can do. That yeah. The MacBook can't. And it's just, it's weird to think about it. Like, and you can do it with like Windows, stuff like that too. You can get a better Windows computer that's going to be able to run everything cheaper than you can get a Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. And that's just crazy. Kind of ridiculous because like you, you can buy the phone, but you still need the computer to do some things. Yeah. So like you still have to do both price points. And I, I think, like you said, until they find that mix of where the fact that you can have your phone legitimately be a computer. I mean, that's a big selling point we have now is your your phone is a computer in your pocket because it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samsung Dex is kind of getting there too. Yeah. yeah. So, But I think until we're able to fully say, you can have this phone, you won't need a computer, I just don't think you can justify price points keeping going up and yeah. then you still have to go buy a computer. Which yeah. is an interesting take because, uh, not to uh, overrun what you're about to say, Evan, but uh, iPads are kind of getting to that point too because like, I have people that are asking me, hey, can I just get an iPad for college? And it's almost starting to become yes. Mm-hmm. There are some things that, and I tell people this, if they legitimately try to do it, I say you're probably going to have to borrow like one of the school's computers or use like one of the common area computers for some things. But for yeah. most of the things, yeah, say, not yeah. Bad. if you need a multitask, 
and like run like a decently heavy program, you would need a computer. But yeah, even yeah. iPads are that way too. Yeah. What were you gonna say? No, I didn't have any. Oh, classic. <laughs> all right um and then the second part of this uh which i kind of glazed over this a little bit but in the article i read from it also mentioned that the top sellers for companies like samsung and apple aren't actually the thousand dollar flagships that we see advertised everywhere uh, but rather the middle tier lineups like the a lineup in the iphone 11 which that's actually cheaper than the samsung phone think about that um should companies continue to waste research and development costs at the at the top end or should they focus on the money makers? Those mid series. What do you guys think? Ooh. Loaded. It's yeah, it's loaded. It's tough because it, it can definitely go both ways. Because you know you're having this bigger market that's starting to pop up where people are you know going to spend that six to nine hundred dollar price point. You know, and so it's like well, you can put the effort into those kind of things, but then it it also detracts from the people that want the best of the best. And want those extra features and are willing to pay extra. So it starts to kind of make a gray area between both of them to where if you really want those features, you're going to have to pay the price, right? You're going to have to put the more money into it. But yeah. it just, I don't know. I think I think you got to still, you got to still do both. Like that's just kind of, I don't think you can go one or the other. Yeah. I don't know. Because you're starting to get them too close to each other. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? What I think would never happen would be what never happened was. Yeah, had never happened. Well, was. you see, what had never happened was um, no. Nah, it would be stop all the funding and make a middle tier between your tiers. Mm-hmm. Like that would solve like all the issues. I feel like like, but it also That's gonna be too many phones out though. Well, that would that would be the difference. You wouldn't. You would have no phone. You would have one or two options. That's it. So, like, instead of getting your Pro Series and your 11 Series, find a happy ground, and that's your phone. It's very, like, communist now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> like, you're given one option. <laughs> like, I, I said then, like, I was pretty much just like, oh, you have options? No, you have this. <laughs> like, we have our options. <laughs> like, Jesus. I retract that statement I just said, actually. No, Don't cut that out. <laughs> Don't cut that out. That's brilliant. Yeah, you can leave that's it. That's brilliant. Um... But I don't know, because, like, that's that's almost where, like, I feel like, because if you stop funding, I don't it's one of those things, like, I think that's where you end up, though. Because mm-hmm. if you stop funding one, you fund the money makers and kind of thing, then, like, like Evan was saying, why should you keep going if you want the latest and greatest? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you stop the middle tier phone and you want to go for the highest one, that person's going to move to a different company yeah. for something they can afford. So yeah. it's that weird ground where, like, you, you almost need that middle phone when your lower end phone's already a middle phone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like there is a gray area there that we might need for like people that are like, I'm kind of in between, but I'm going to settle with the lesser. Maybe that's what the one plus is going to be. I just don't think, I don't think that would necessarily work properly because it, then you'd have all these people that are like, well, this phone is only a hundred dollars more. Why would I not get the most expensive one? What did, what did we see between the 10R and the 11, though? Oh my God, I've had so many of those conversations. The you last get the days. 11 for 100 bucks more, and I think that's where I mean maybe then I don't know, I guess that's what I'm saying. Then maybe it, then fund it the lower tier more and get the lower tier pushed up a little bit more. Yeah. You might. You, that's what you'd have to do in that sense. Yeah, because like, I mean, why wouldn't you spend just a little bit more money, which we both know is like a few dollars, five, ten dollars a month. Okay, extra. but but like I said, I had. This is very anecdotal, but I had two of those conversations the last two days, and both times they went with the 10R. And I was like, really? why? 
I've, I did my best to try to, like, we don't make commission. I did my yeah. best to try to push them towards the 11. Didn't work. I don't think I've ever had that issue. I, don't I think when I, I told the issue, like, they've always gone with the 11. That's why it was so weird in the last two days. And, like, I always start with the question, how long do you keep your phone? And that usually tells you what you need to know. Because yeah. if they keep it for five or six years, like, I go would say, 11. You've yeah, already go lost to the 11. Year. You've lost a year of life support. You you get a worse processor, and you don't have the ultra-wide camera, which covers, like, the things that people care about the most, speed, camera, yeah, uh, you know, battery life. And all three times, these people wanted to pay outright for the phones, and they didn't want to pay the extra 100 today. If they were financing, it's like, yeah, $2 a month. Who, who gives a shit? Yeah. But, you know, if they were paying out of pocket today, that and they both were, they both went with a 10R. And I said to both of them, I was like, I, I didn't tell them they were making a bad decision, but I was like, for this $100, you're getting another hunt, like another year of life from your phone. Yeah. And they just didn't do it. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know, kind of kind of my response to, to that question, though. Um, the more, I know we talked about cars a lot the last couple of weeks, but the more I learn about cars, I've been kind of getting into it, uh, the more I think phones are a lot like cars and the fact that you're always going to have those really expensive ones that people are going to pay money for. You're going to have yeah, the Pro have the Max. Base, yeah. You have the, exactly. the standard and then you have premium. Exactly. You're always going to have the Pro Max, you know, 512 gigabyte that's $1,600 and some guy is going to get it or some, some person is going to get it. Um, and then you're always going to have those ones that for most people, they just need to get from point A to point B and they want one cool feature on the car or one cool feature on the phone maybe. And that's what sells them on it. And I think that's okay. where like I'm starting to slide in my phone category because I used to be like, oh yeah, I always want the latest and greatest. And now it's like, but why kind of yeah. thing? Because like I've even like noticed now I, and I think like high school and stuff did a lot. I used my phone a lot, like played a lot of games, stuff like that. But now like, and I feel like as you're you get older and all that, like you, you find your friend group kind of thing. Like you're not talking to everybody in your high school like you, you might have at the same time. Like now you have like your fifteen friends. You you just your phone becomes very basic, like very like streamlined, I think. Mm-hmm. And the extra features are nice, but it's like one of those things like I already have an OLED screen, like how much better can it get? Yeah. Um like yeah, my camera can improve, but like I've been to San Diego twice, and when I compare my camera to Tori's camera, like, yes, there's a difference. Hers is a little bit more crisp, but it's not big enough for me to care kind of thing. So, like, I almost find myself, like, falling down in that middle tier to not finance a phone for $50, something like that. And, like, put it in the perspective, too, of, like, it's almost like cars kind of thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. even when I went and bought my car, I could have put $1,000 down, but that would have been losing $1,000 today for $10 less a month. Yeah. Like the math just isn't there kind of thing. And I, I think, I mean, even, I know. even plus interest on it. Cause that's the reason like you put money down on a car is yeah. to, to reduce your interest costs. But so, I mean, yes, yes and no. I totally, I totally get what you're saying. So that. like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It's like you said, unlock phone seems the way to go. And I think like with the flagships and all that, it's, it's really gonna hurt. So I, I think they do need, I guess at the end of the day, they do need to, fund the money makers more and get them to that gray area where I guess even like ice yeah. kind of thing. And the other part about that too that I've that I failed to mention is that whenever you start pouring money into the money makers, that's why like your cutting edge research and development is and then you wait two and three years, all those features are going to pour down into the mid-range phones. Yeah. Like, because you see the Galaxy A50 now that's like, what, $450, $500? Uh, yeah, 350 Yeah, $350. Um, those screens are gorgeous. Like, they're yeah. nice big screens. They have the nice little, little cutout on top. Um, they got my Cyclops camera. They got the Cyclops like. camera. Cyclops. And they look really good. And they're, you know, quite literally 33% of the cost of an S20 yeah. at $999. Sure. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's wild. Wild. Any other thoughts on that? That's it for me. Cool beans. All right. Let's move on to in case you missed it. All right. TikTok says it will stop offering its social video app in Hong Kong after the region adopted a new national security law granting expanded powers to the mainland Chinese government. Quote, in light of recent events, we've decided to stop operations of the TikTok app in Hong Kong. End quote. A spokesperson tells Axios. Global tech companies operating in Hong Kong have expressed concern that the new law could force them to comply with China's draconian censorship standards and possibly send user data to the mainland. Google, Facebook, and Twitter have already stopped processing requests for user data from the Hong Kong government. TikTok continues to face scrutiny in the U.S. and beyond. Tonight, which is yesterday, uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo told, told Fox that the government is certainly looking at banning TikTok and various other Chinese social media apps. TikTok was also banned in India last week, alongside dozens of other Chinese apps amid increased tensions between the two countries. Would you guys be sad to see TikTok go? No. And I'm also no. I don't use it, so I don't care about it kind yeah. of thing. I think it's dumb. It's a bad version of, of Vine. We don't <laughs> need it. But it's the only one we have. Who cares? Some of them are funny. Who cares? Some I, of them are yeah, funny. Some of them are good, but then 99% of the other ones that don't catch on and are stupid and people crying in the videos and the dumb <laughs> shit like that, it doesn't, no one needs it. Yeah. Who cares? I will be a little sad because like, Five percent of my Twitter timeline will go down. Like, cause the, <laughs> That's true. Because like I, I said it numerous times on here too. The Vine, I mean the TikToks that make it to Twitter are the gems. Like I don't, yeah. I don't have to sit there and scroll For through sure. a bunch of TikToks to see the great ones. I can just get on Twitter and they're the good <laughs> they're ones there. are there, yeah. the bad ones aren't <laughs> there. Um, kind of thing. So like, yeah, that will kind of like it'll be weird. That'll kind of suck not getting those videos again. But like overall, like You're no, I don't much. use it. Yeah. I just want I just want a non-communist uh, competition to come up against this, uh, because my biggest problem with uh, TikTok and a lot of Vine stuff too is that all the jokes are just recycled stupid jokes, and yeah. everybody thinks they're all hilarious and funny. Yeah. And I'm sure even, like there's no such thing as a new joke. Like the jokes that we think are funny are probably not new, but there's so much of it on there that it's impossible to weed through it. Yeah. The funny part is, uh, I had Denton and Kelsey ask me what are uh, you know what, what we're talking about tonight. And whenever I mentioned, because I kind of just like threw it at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, also TikTok might get banned. They were all like, what? You have to, what? Are you kidding me? This is the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. So apparently it's a, it's going to be a huge deal for some people. Also, like, it, well, yeah, because some people live on TikTok. Oh, yeah. It, it's also funny because I actually like had this conversation yesterday. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my buddy Steve, who came up, uh, he, we were just like sitting, uh, I think, Kissing. You might have just got done like eating dinner, making something like out. that. <laughs> yeah, making yeah eating dinner. Air quotes. <laughs> eating ass. Um, Take a name. And <laughs> and yeah, he's like he's like, oh, TikTok might get banned in the U.S. And I was legitimately same thing. Like, okay, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it was like one of those things that I know like Tori uses it sometimes, but I don't. Here recently, I don't remember. She said she stopped using it or is she deleting it. She deleted it, but like. She even has been like, okay, now I'm over it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and because like, like you said, it's all recycled. It's all the same thing. You get on there, you see the same video eight times before you see a different video kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was like, okay, like I've never used it. I'm never going to use it. Like it, my life won't change. We sound yeah. like a bunch of 40 year olds right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Karen's. There are some legitimately like funny and creative people on there, but yeah, yeah like you got to really dig for that. It's, they're it, so swamped over by it, all the non-originals. Well, that drain the swamp, like, Evan twenty twenty. <laughs> drain the swamp, <laughs> such an idiot. The the people that like have made a quote unquote career because like 
and well, I, I don't mean it. Well, I don't mean it in a bad term, but it's like it, it is a career. But like, if it dies, then your career's over. It's not a great way to make long term money. Yeah. Yes. So like, <laughs> they they've already got like some sort of fame, so they might be able to go over and like get a YouTube channel and start doing that. So like, yeah. Even the people that are going out there like using that as like their source of income, like not all hope is lost if it, the app does go, kind of thing. So like, it's not. Even for the people that are, like, upset, like, you might be an everyday user or something like that, but, like, I think you can get over that. I think more would be, like, the financial side of, like, that's your life kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, you still have ways to be good, so it, it would kind of suck for them. It would suck really bad for them, but, like, I think they'll still be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd say, I'd say overall, uh, the Galaxy Note, I don't think we care for it. Phones are getting too expensive, and uh, TikTok is finally dying. So for everyone who listens, thanks everyone for tuning into the Phone Buzz podcast. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's PH1BUZZ. And give us a follow, interview on Spotify, or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Chris Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.